the college football experience week seven reaction show on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy Yes, underdog has just added pick up scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn $5 into uh, $500 in just one game. Plus every Sunday, AKA tomorrow, they are giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Unbelievable folks. Hundred thousand dollars. Use that promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. Uh, we're also brought to you by Game Time. Yes, last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for. Parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And finally, we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest. Yes, presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Uh, look, free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Once again, that's sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor to get in on it. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, folks, this is Bud Foster. You're listening to SGPN. Let's let it ride. The college football experience. Week seven reaction show. Graphics are all fucked up. Uh and so is so is uh Patty C. Yeah, right, I'm working let's on it. Should I yeah. take a shotgun? Let's uh, start talking about the JMU game again and I'll take a shotgun. I'll bring it back later on, but I want to talk one that was my favorite win of the day. I tried to tell you guys that I was one in the Big Ten West. I have a future on Iowa to win the Big Ten West, and I also have Iowa over what was it seven games? <laughs> Fuck out of here, right? Everyone wants to talk shit. One of the popular things when you listen to other college football podcasts is they like to shit on Kirk Ferentz. I will not stand for that. <laughs> I think Kirk Ferentz is a, an amazing football coach, and I think the world is stupid. All right, uh, Patty C, the big bad Wisconsin Badger, switching to the Dairy Raid offense. <laughs> Uh, at home how in many, Madison. How many uh, passing yards did they manage? In to? Madison, put up a nice, cool six points. Fuck you, world. <laughs> All right, where you at, Badger fans? Come for me. Come for no, me. No, no, they did dominate in the passing game with 228 total passing yards compared to uh, compared to Deacon Hill. Cha 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 passes. Deacon Hill, my boy, six of fourteen. 37 yards and a dub in a dominating and a dub. Yeah. Yes. And they didn't sweat. He didn't even sweat. That is ridiculous. Every time, every time everyone wants to talk shit, this defense is fantastic. How about LaShawn Williams baller 
All right, 25 rushes, 174 yards, seven yards a rush. Oh, you sure you don't want Jim Leonard? I don't think Jim Leonard was giving up seven yards a rush, Patty. Well, it helps to get an 82 yarder. Well, but they gave it up in this game. That was probably the game deciding fucking play. Yeah, uh, I know it was the first score, but I'm just saying, Deacon Hill is shades of hefty lefty uh, Jared Lorenzen, but he's like, he's not as without the talent. He's Jared Lorenzen without the talent. <laughs> may 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 uh, yeah. hefty lefty rest easy. Um, no, this was the football gods answering once again. Part of our football god thing. Dick Buck has recently passed, and they said, you know what? We don't need this bullshit. You're gonna bring in this air raid, Tanner Mordecai coming in, a hot shot from old SMU gunslinger. Well, he slang himself to six points today. Six fucking points. All right. And every time we looked up, Patty C, it was a fucking turnover or a sack or a strip sack or a fumble. And Iowa continued to be Iowa. And you fucking Iowa fans out there. I told you I was at a comedy show like a year ago. Met another comic that was an Iowa fan. He's talking a ton of shit about Kirk Ferentz. And well, we're the worst. Well, we have Kirk Ferentz. We're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your five and one fucking record right now. Six All right. And one. Six and one, whatever it is, you're going to win the big 10 West again. Remain. And I guarantee you the, the moment you decide to move on from Kirk Ferentz, you're going to end up being fucking wake forest. You know what I mean? You're going to yeah. end up being nothing. You mean Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. Uh, remaining games. Sorry. Wake forest catches straight. I like Dave Clawson. You're going to end up being some shitty team, Minnesota right? and yeah. Iowa city, right? And you know, PJ Flex never beaten Kirk Ferentz. Probably never will. Can't uh, row that boat. Hello. Northwestern at, at Wrigley. You know, who knows what, that, that game's gonna, a little scary to me. A little bit, I guess. Uh Rutgers at Kinnick Stadium. Illinois in Iowa City. <laughs> Rutgers might be able to do it. They don't <laughs> play another true road spot to the last game of the season at Nebraska. Are they going eleven and one? They are. Should no, Brian Ferentz be fired? Uh, despite no, no, you got to know your team identity. He's it's all, all stupid. <laughs> if you wanted to go shot, I guarantee you that Patty see, we've made this case before. If they were to start going like much more of a finesse offense, throwing the ball around, I guarantee you because they practice against it every day, their defense would get worse. Yeah. Look at Wisconsin is your exhibit. Yeah. Wisconsin is not the same type of team. Well, Wisconsin has been the model of consistency running the ball, but they did slip a little bit, but still, I mean, I mean, what, what are they four and two? It's not like they've fallen off the face of the mat. What are they four and three now? Four and two after four this and loss. two, but they suck, dude. I watched other games. All right. They're not, they're a bullshit for it. It is their only one. good win was at Purdue. What do you mean? It is year one. Everyone was calling for them to win the big 10 West. Everyone was saying, look, I interviewed Phil Steele on this very show. And he's like, they're my sleeper team to make the playoffs. Right, and I love Phil, by the way. Phil Steele, great guy. But come on. Well, you know what's funny is that even though they threw fifty passes and only ran twenty-eight times, they are kind of air rating it, dairy rating it out. Their most success was with Braylon Allen on the ground. Uh, they're still a running team. Yeah. I think it's no, because they tried that shit early, and yeah. I was I was stellar white defensive backs. Uh, not all of them. Well, they, they they have it's 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 true. Uh, you know, fifty fifty portion there. I feel like which is still they got a couple. Uh, they they got a couple white guys, a couple black guys. You know, <laughs> look, and that's the section of the country you're in. Look, I'm sorry. No. What do you mean? The section of the country does not have a couple. Couple white guys, no, couple it's black all guys. White yeah, all white people. <laughs> they, they went out to like wherever to get the black guys. But uh, look, Wisconsin is trying to run a finesse, high speed system, 
And what they have at their disposal from a recruiting standpoint, standpoint is a bunch of corn fed white boys, right? A bunch of big fucking uh, tackles and guards. There's a reason. Tight ends, man. Yeah. Luke Lachey. You are never going to make the dairy raid work. Oh, you're saying Wisconsin. I thought you said Iowa. My bad. Well, they're the same thing. But anyway, uh, Iowa. This was beautiful. This was domination, too. They kept trying to run this little cha 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 offense. And look, I love Coach Leach. Rest in peace. But, you know, shouldn't be ran at Wisconsin. The gods are against you. And and I recruiting cashed. and genetics are against yeah, you. And I also cashed, cash that money line. All right. Cash that fucking money line. People laughing at me. I can't wait. To, I can't wait for the, for the, uh, the bottom line or the bombs out under episode Monday with CJ Sullivan folks on the college football experience, because we battled. He oh. took Wisconsin. I'm talking beginning of the season. Oh, he's on Wisconsin to win the big 10 West. I said, dude, Iowa looks Ferentz. like a lock at this point. It's a lock. Hey, how about this stat? I'm going to pull up this stat. Iowa could be a playoff team because they could beat Michigan with that style of defense. And nah, Michigan, but they, the, 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 the fucking stupid big 10 commissioners in the roller ring, yep. they put it in Indianapolis. So it devalues the, the, those teams, you know, they, they try to, they try to take away every strength, every fucking yeah. strength. Um, but uh, hold on. I want to, I want to, I want to hit on this. Where the fuck is this? Um, I believe it is right here. How about this nugget here? Um, since 2015, right? So eight years ago. Yeah. Iowa is 68 and two when leading by eight points at any time in the game. So if they go up eight, nothing in the first quarter, the game's essentially over. They don't even appreciate him, man. They no, don't even appreciate it. It is insane how good their defense is. It, based on how bad their offense is, when you look at their defense, and look, I'm not going to say that they have a vanilla, like non exotic uh, defensive approach, but it does seem like they are just so well coached that they don't have to dial up, you know, an exotic scheme. I love watching them, dude. They just play fundamental, amazingly great defense. This is what, this is and what happens. You can't though. move the ball. You you invite. Fan, uh, this is why you I, go three and out every time. Uh, look, I love fantasy football, but I have a theory that fantasy football ruined football, and the fantasy football people came into loving football. Yeah. It, it was a pandemic. Yeah. We're way worse than COVID. Yeah. We should have <laughs> shut that. We should shut down the fucking streets for years. All right. <laughs> and now they think everyone should be scoring and they hate watching Iowa, but there's a, there's a fuck if true football guys know, I, I really believe this. Yeah. If you watch Iowa, especially on, I mean, obviously the defensive side of the ball, it's yeah. fuck and special teams. It's awesome. There's a beauty awesome. to yeah. watching someone make a tackle and not miss a tackle. There's a beauty to someone taking a great pursuit angle and a whole team like limiting the amount of <laughs> running space that a, a runner has. If you can watch that and appreciate that, then yes, Iowa plays a phenomenally beautiful football. And Jamie Moore makes a funny point. He goes, "What about when they're down at eight? That's a f- I'd have to dive into that stat. Touche. I'd have. To, I bet you it's not as bad. I bet you it's not as bad because I've seen Iowa be down like ten nothing." And then get like two pick sixes. I've I bet you that, I bet you it yeah. is as bad, but uh I bet you they're up eight far more often than they're down eight. I, I I'm just saying they yeah. I mean the the win record will they did have that. a stat that uh Kirk uh Ference since nineteen ninety nine when he came on board as a head coach has is the number five Iowa is the fifth most uh one possession games of any team in all of college football. I'd be curious to see who was playing, 
you know, closer football games than Iowa during that time. But that's his specialty, winning yeah. close football and games. And there's also no coaches that have been there since nineteen fucking ninety nine. Yeah. So he's So you're you got like a flux of different styles and coaches and all this yeah, shit. So true. it's kind of misleading. Um uh I did eat shit. I mean, first off, I did cash all over that money line Iowa play, but I did eat shit on Ohio. The Bobcats, I was so, I was sold on Ohio. This is the Mac being the Mac. Yeah. You guys sold no, me. Rocky on Lombardi. Ohio. Rocky Lombardi. It's tough to fade Lombardi. Even when he's been in college 37 years. <laughs> Curtis Rourke and these other breaks had a horrible game. He threw three picks. Only 159 yards or whatever. It's terrible. NIU, Tommy Hammock, Fat Albert. They're the hardest team to get a gauge on. They lose. I watched them get dominated by Southern Illinois earlier in the year. <laughs> I mean, they beat Boston College. They lose to a bad Tulsa team. Lose to Southern Illinois in the FCS out of the Missouri Valley. They they but dropped fifty five randomly on Akron when the offense looked like ass all year. And now they beat the best team in the MAC. What I thought was the best team in the MAC. I got no idea who Northern Illinois is. <laughs> But this is this is the Mac being the Mac. The Kolb was a rocking. Those uniforms were rocking. Uh, the the head to head loss by two at the Glass Bowl against Toledo earlier this year may end up being the difference uh, in their opportunity to win the Mac West and go to the Mac Championship game. But only a one game deficit there, and they and obviously Toledo has a tiebreaker. Northern Illinois, Tommy Hammock, very much still alive. I like it though because they were saying he could be on the hot seat. I hope. I like Tom Samick. Yeah, I hope you got him. Extend that, man. Extend that. Um so uh I I did um earlier in the chat, a while ago in the chat, I hope he's still here. But we had the battle of the Fremont Cannon. And I got cute. I took Nevada. I thought Nevada off the bye. I know both Whoopsie. teams are on the bye. Uh Nevada should hire Bron- Bronco Mendenhall. Sorry, Ken Wilson. I like Ken Wilson, but they I mean UNLV 45, Nevada 27. UNLV moves to five and one. This I have a large wager on the under six games in UNLV. Well, Vanderbilt really fucked me over because Vanderbilt should have beaten UNLV, but they didn't. I might eat shit on this. Well, Barry Odom. They've is- beaten zero teams with a winning record, dude. Zero teams with a winning record. The, it, and I got news for you. They got Colorado State coming to Vegas, uh, who is going to be two and four. So it, the, the the hits keep coming. It, They're going to hit the over. No, it, no, no. The, the, it's it, five and a half. Is no, the number six? Six. Okay, if Colorado State beats them, I think I'm good. Okay. Then at Fresno, that's probably a loss. At New Mexico, you think you got no, that's th- a win. That would push it to six. Okay. I, if I push, I get my money back, so I'm okay. Yeah. Wyoming's a loss. Air Force is a loss. That, that San- the San Jose State and the Colorado State games make me super nervous. Vanderbilt could have really done me a solid, but they fucked me up. Uh, anyway, shout out to. Uh, How is New Mexico State doing right now? Mexico State four, or New Mexico? New Mexico, or New Mexico right yeah. Two and four, probably not a loss, but that is a home game for New Mexico. So. No, New Mexico's ass. At, at best, you're UNLV is going to beat New Mexico. Yeah, San Jose State. We laid the seven with San Jose State. They won fifty-two to twenty-four against New Mexico. Shout out to Brent Brennan for finally getting a weak opponent on their schedule. <laughs> Louisville Pitt, Patty. See, let's get to it because, as Louisville fans will say, uh, you know, Colby, they they talked a lot of shit to me last week after I I said Louisville would lose to Notre Dame. 
and then Louisville beat Notre Dame. But I knew, so I, that I was wrong on the Louisville Notre Dame game. And I, I'm a guy that has my biggest wager of the entire college football season is Louisville over seven and a half wins, and also Louisville. Oh yeah, let, let let's. Get, I'm gonna get cut you a little break here because oh I called this though in fucking you, February. Yeah, yeah, you've been on Brahm and Louisville, and I'm pretty impressed with with your call here. Now, I upon further review, as we got closer to the season, I looked at that schedule. I said, yeah, that's actually pretty damn manageable. And they've done a great job with it. Um, when they had a lot of chances tonight too. Uh, the rain, yeah, hurts Brom teams always. It was bound to happen at some point at uh, NC State hosting Notre Dame, and then at Pitt in consecutive weeks. Yeah, it's tough. Getting through those first two was pretty damn impressive. Yeah, no, no, no. I feel fine, but I, I would have rather lost to Notre Dame because it doesn't count. I have a you know the future for them to win the ACC. I need them to play in the ACC championship. Four games left. Yeah, hosting Duke. Well, they get the buy this coming week. Nice. The buy is chance. good. Yeah. Yeah. Hosting Duke is interesting because of the Riley Leonard situation. Yeah. I still think you have to favor Louisville, but I don't think it's a win by any means. Uh, for sure, win by any means. I think Duke looks really good. Yeah. And then, uh, then I do think they should be favored against Virginia. They'll probably Virginia beat the Tech. Hokies, but neither of those games are absolute guarantees. But they should. They're kind I think of, they'll win. Those. They'll win those. Yeah. Uh, so if they win those, I'm just going to go ahead and say they beat Duke. They're in the ACC championship. I think probably Miami's lost to, uh, what does Miami have left? Cause Miami has two conference losses, right? Yes. Miami still has to play at Florida state and they have to host Clemson next week and they play Louisville later. Louisville. Yeah. Doesn't really have to worry about the game. No, Louisville's looking pretty good and Duke and Carolina play each other. So that's one loss. Yeah. It's looking like Florida state, Louisville in the ACC. I mean, it still could be. Carolina or Duke. We don't want to, but yeah. I mean, look, I took Pitt today, folks. I didn't bet it because my future on Louisville, but I said this all off season. I said, no way Louisville beats Pitt. Narduzzi's team is uh, off a bye too. They're the perfect type of team to fuck with the Brown, Brown type of team. And you throw some rain in there. Oh, you throw the rain in there. It's even better. It's even fucking better. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, and I agree. Kip C says Duke needs to drop a bag for Elko. They do. They certainly do. Yeah. Um, better get on that quick too. Welcome, give, give welcome to UAB saying Elko to to A and M. Could you imagine that? Well, he was, that's Urban Meyer. To just, just their DC. Right? Urban Meyer to A and M. Elko right? would be a great hire. No, A&M. I want him at Duke. Stop it. It's not gonna happen. It could. <laughs> he, he's on the clock. Yeah, he's probably gone after this year. Yeah. Give me, give me. What what percentage chance does Elko have to remain? Is he going to be the Duke coach next year? Well, I think he might want to stay there. You're a fucking idiot. You know he's an Ivy League guy. Where did he go to school? I, for, I think Harvard, maybe somewhere in the Ivy League. He played DB in the Ivy League. Okay, got an appreciation for academics. Well, his buddy, you know, one of his best friends is Dave Clawson. Clawson, people came calling. He stayed at Wake. Just saying. Elko seems like he's headed toward big time. Just saying, and he's already been at A and M as their DC. He's gone after this year. He is the next fucking A and M. Urban Meyer. If they can't get that's Urban not Meyer. a sexy hire for if Texas is winning. Fair enough. They got to get Urban Meyer. Well, if Duke goes what uh, ten and two, that is a sexy hire. Look, we're gonna start a war with a random country just so they can get Urban Meyer. Just who A and M can get? Urban yeah, Meyer? the oil tycoons. They're gonna start a war. You gotta true. read into this, man. Colby's read, read the diaries of the economic hitman. I read that fucking book. All right. Iran, watch out. The second chapter. Texas A&M wants Urban Meyer. <laughs> second chapter is college football. <laughs> um, 
college football war, the war zone that is college football. Um, uh, I did hit on Georgia State against Marshall. Marshall's a little too one dimensional. Nice win for Georgia State, even though seven people were there. Why does Atlanta not support Georgia State? I don't understand it. Because they have Georgia Tech that they don't support. <laughs> I'm so confused though. And Georgia is really Atlanta. Atlanta is a weird city. I, I know that they, the Bulldogs are there, but why don't you just support other college football? You know, it's ridiculous that Georgia Tech isn't a dominant program. You are in the state of Georgia, which has a shit ton of talent, and Atlanta in particular, which has an absolute shit ton of talent. Yeah, the academics yeah. maybe. The Adidas, like, go to Nike, do what you got to do. You know, get it's just Dion. weird though. I don't understand it. Yeah. Like I know the stadium is not like technically on campus and I, I, I get that, but it's weird. Um, they should be, they should be the nineties Georgia tech at the very least, if not the sixties, which was like yeah. national championship level. Well, why can't they root for more than one team? Welcome to UAB saying Atlanta is, is a UGA city, but I'm saying like they should have a mid major team. Come on. If you're in a city, how hard is it to steal like Cincinnati? And yeah. the whole state of Ohio is Ohio State, but Cincinnati is able to put together some pretty good crowds, yeah. you know, just because they're the home team. Now, 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 uh, with no history compared to like Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech has been a, a pretty good, they had a championship in the last 30, 33 years. What we're saying, why does LA not support UCLA? See, this is a different theory, though. That's also da- a great Daniel. question. No, no, no. I, I can break this one down. Me and Randy, Cro- Randy Cross. Well, that's the stadium. Yeah. No, no, but he's a UCLA alum. He grew up in the Valley of Los Angeles. I believe his father was an actor and we were talking about this, but it's become, it's like Miami. The world got smaller from our parents' generation to here. You go watch it like UCLA games in the eighties and seventies. It's actually like fucking packed. Even Stanford games too. Yeah. Cal LA has become like a European city, man. It really has. There's so many people that don't, live in LA that like how many of our friends are from Los Angeles? I've been here 20 years. Yeah. And I can name like on a, on like a handful of people that are born and raised from LA. Yeah. Right. It's a super transient yeah. city. Yeah. That's part of it, man. That's gotta be part of it. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, but Atlanta doesn't have that. I've been to Atlanta, like Miami and LA have this thing where I actually believe like they're kind of like, the closest thing to European cities. Well, uh, certainly Miami and and Los Angeles. You're probably yeah, it's right like too. Barcelona and shit, dude. Like Atlanta, you're right. It's still in the heart of the South. There should be you. Sh- people should just want to walk to a football game. You know, it is pretty bad. It's pretty bad, a- especially cheap tickets. Yeah, you know. I mean, shit, Georgia State. That's like going to a minor yeah. league baseball game. Those used to have pretty good attendance, even in the DC area where we were, yeah. right? You get the Frederick keys. Yeah. You get some pretty good attendance in a minor league baseball game. It's a, it's like a high school football game yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. People should show up in fucking Atlanta for yeah. that. Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah. It's no excuse. Strike on the city. All yeah. right. Come on. Um, ULM 20, Texas state 21. This game frustrated me because I called for ULM as a double digit dog to potentially win on the money line. And damn it, it was right there. It choked. That penalty was tough too, though, man. Offensive pass interference. I'm drawing a blank on what happened there. We're just watching the the end. They're in field goal range, and they they throw a pass to get closer. The receiver. It was like the the play where the receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking. Uh, Terry Brown kind of looks like Danny DeVito. (laughs) He did add some weight. Yeah. He also has no neck. Yeah, it is Danny DeVito. It's it's it. 
Yeah, Bobby Bowden fucked Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Terry Bowden is uh, Bobby Bowden and Danny DeVito's love child. Okay, you might be onto something. You might be onto something. All right. Um, how about this ass whooping? And how about my guy? I don't know if Jaden Delora is ever playing again, Patty C, because Noah Fafita, my guy. guy. Yep. I, look, and I love Washington State, but Noah Fafita. And you were a Jaden Delora guy. Well, I mean, I know Noah's dad, man. You and were being, you know, I, I tense. Know, I'm all on Past board. Tense. Yeah. 34 of 43, 342 yards, Patty C, as the Arizona Wildcats win 44 to 6 in Pullman. What the fuck happened in Pullman? Arizona's good, man. <laughs> they are good. Yeah. I, I watched this team. That might be the they most. They should have beat Mississippi State in day. week two. They should have beat Mississippi State in week two. They're starting the wrong quarterback, but I look at their running backs, their wideouts. I see NFL players. That team is better than people think, man. That team is really yeah, I will play that song. Forty four to six. That's an ass Where the hell did that come Washington State prior to that had beaten Arizona State. What, what were their other impressive performances up to that? Beat Wisconsin. <laughs> no, they beat Wisconsin. They beat Oregon State. They beat uh, I don't know someone else. Um, they're good. I mean, Washington State's a decent team. Kept it, yeah, for relatively close at UCLA. You know, eight point loss there. They were winning going into the fourth, man, and they yeah. got throttled by uh, Arizona on their own homecoming. Yeah. Yikes. Let's go. Let's go. Jetfish. A confusing, you know, entity that is Arizona and Jetfish, but interesting to watch. Brian Kelly and his family beat the piss out of Auburn. I was on the wrong side of this one. I thought you always take the points with Auburn, but I did think this line smelled. LSU 48, Auburn 18. Auburn's a terrible team. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, if Auburn didn't have such a shitty non con, like I think Auburn's a bad football team this year. Yeah, Auburn's a very hard. LSU team. LSU needed that nice win. LSU, my future for LSU to win the SC West lives on. Lives very comfortably, I would say. Let's look at their remaining schedule here. Uh, if this internet will work, um, five and two sitting at right now, only one loss in. Conference. They don't. They only have one more road game, right? It was at Bama. At Bama, they, they they're going to beat Alabama. Both teams on a bye. They're beating Alabama. So we got to figure college game day. I don't know if they've already announced it, but we'll probably be Penn State, Ohio State next year, next yeah. week. And then you got to figure Alabama at L, or LSU at Alabama in two weeks. You know why they're beating Alabama? Why is that? The the glaring weakness of LSU is their secondary. I don't think Alabama can 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 exploit that enough. Now they did do that against A and M. Yeah. But Jimbo Fisher's a terrible coach. Brian Kelly's a much better coach. And I also believe AM doesn't have Jaden Daniels. And yeah. he's no, a stud. I think he's a fucking I, stud. I actually man. think LSU is perfectly like positioned to work Alabama. They're gonna win. They're gonna win in Tuscaloosa. I feel very yeah. decent about that. I know it's in Tuscaloosa, but LSU kind of has a history of winning in Tuscaloosa too. So Yeah, a little bit. That's yeah. never been like the huge home field. Like it's not like when the upsets have happened, the problem is though, is will a And M catch LSU? You know, the final week of the season, or maybe even Florida or something. I mean, the back-to-back uh, Alabama, then going into the Florida game, I could see Florida like stunning them. But no, LSU is in a great position right now. I mean, they got to beat all, uh, Army, but that does, that has no factor on. Welcome, welcome to UB. Doesn't th- I think LSU is a better football team than Alabama right now? They have the better quarterback by far. And I think that's, and I think LSU's D line 
will be able to bottle up no, Alabama's run game. Here's the thing. Alabama is tougher in the trenches than LSU, right? They'll probably win that battle most of the game. Uh, and I think Alabama has good skill positions all around the field, right? I think Jalen Milrow, if Alabama is able to exert its physicality on the, the front of another team, Milrow is likely to be able to pass on that. I just don't think LSU is that team. You know, I think LSU has the guys in the same way that Texas has the guys. It doesn't necessarily show up every week, you know, because uh, they get out schemed. But when it comes man to man, LSU is going to be able to match up to Alabama. They're going to make them one dimensional. Milrose get, passing game is going to Daniels is the difference. Yeah. And Jan- Daniels, Daniels is the difference. LSU yeah. is going to beat Alabama. I yeah. feel very good about that assessment. I, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah. Or that projection. Yeah. Um, uh, this is a good question in the chat from Daniel Katie. Uh, or Daniel, Katie, Daniel. Sorry, I fucked you. I fucked up your Don name. Could be. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is Jamie Chadwell better than Hugh Freeze? Yes. So far. But Chadwell took over a much better situation at Liberty, stepping into a shitty ass conference USA with a pretty talented team, and a scheme that already pretty closely matches what he was running and what Freeze was running. I think. Yeah. Um. See, see, this is but but uh, and and I see Moneyline Mac in the chat. LSU's defense has still got awful. Not the run defense. The run defense. I think the run defense can can pose a problem for Alabama's offense. And who's Alabama's like elite rusher this year? I mean, That's, dude, Alabama to McClellan. Alabama's going to have to throw the ball. Like LSU's pass defense does suck, but I I think Milrow can't consistently be that good. We saw it in every game. We've seen like a period of the game where Milrow, whatever, for whatever reason does not look comfortable. And then when you punt, when you're going to have to do that and give the ball back to Jalen Daniels, I'm telling you, I think LSU is going to be the team to fuck. I think, with them. L- yeah. I think LSU fucks them up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think Alabama gonna- like is not going to have any an- answer for LSU's offense. You know, I think Alabama has a good defense, but I just think Alabama's offense is likely to bog down consistently against the LSU defense. I mean, Daniels is playing at, he might, you could argue and then LSU will be able to tee off. You could argue he's playing the best quarterback, like the best quarterback play in the country right now. Yeah. I mean, Caleb Williams didn't look like a fucking ace today. You know what I mean? Like you could argue LSU has got the best player in the country. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, look, Alabama, LSU, Alabama has gotten the better of them. The vast majority of the time over the last 20 years still this year. Yeah. I mean that that's the concern. Blick brings up Alabama's deep ball will kill LSU's past it. Yeah, but they, he has to complete that consistently. Jaylen I agree. Milrow, I agree. Milrow and he he threw that successfully against AM. But the difference is is Alabama was fortunate to beat AM, but that's Max Johnson they're playing. That's Max Johnson. Jalen Daniels is, is a fucking stud. Man. I think yeah. other teams have to crowd the line of scrimmage because they're being physically dominated by Alabama superior. No, but AM's got got a good D line. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And and AM you know, whatever it was, Alabama didn't like hang a hundred points. And what was the final score of that game? Like 26, 20. Yeah. No, I mean, Saban even thought they should have lost it. If you listen to Saban's post game, he's like talking about how fortunate he was to beat a and M yeah. that was more Jimbo to me it than it was Saban closer, winning. It may be closer than we're giving it credit for it. right now. I think LSU by 14 in that game, I would lay like seven with LSU. Yeah. If I'm betting it probably seven, and I'll tell you this, Assuming everyone's healthy on the, on the, especially the offensive side of the ball, I'm going to lock that fucking thing. Whatever that spread is, 
I feel unless I mean unless it's ridiculous, but I don't think it will. I think LSU is better than, than both Alabama. teams on yeah. by next week. Who's the better game planner, Brian, Brian? That 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 could factor in in Saban's advantage having a week to prepare. True, and Brian Kelly now. Well, and having Tommy Evan. Reese now, who worked with Brian Kelly for a long time. Could that be interesting? I think uh, no? Tommy Reese was probably a, a fly in Brian Kelly's ointment for a long time. Yeah, whatever that means. Be. Yeah, fly in the ointment. We've we've heard it all. Kansas State thirty eight, <laughs> Texas Tech twenty one. I got this game wrong. I didn't bet this because I thought this game was insane. Nice win for K State in Lubbock. Um, yeah. All right. Let's talk Wyoming Air Force because good God. First off, I will play the music because my lock of Wyoming with the points hit. The money line should have hit. <laughs> this game. Talk about shitting the bed. This was the greatest uniform porn I've ever seen. Talk about shitting the fucking bed, man. Wyoming took scored a touchdown on a great play design on a, on a I think it was fourth and fourth and goal to go up 28, 27 and they get their extra point blocked because nobody accounts for somebody. He just walks right in and blocks it. The very next play, they kick it off. And after the kickoff, the, the very next play after that, they strip air forces quarterback. They have the ball at like the air force 28 yard line. Something like that, give or take. Yeah, and you're like, this is over. If Wyoming gets a first down, the game is over. Take a sack. They, they, they. First off, they rush for like one yard, then they take a sack, lose like ten yards, and they miss a their second field goal of the game. This was, and then John Lee Eldridge has a crazy run. I love John Lee Eldridge for Air Force, but I really felt like. Wyoming money line should have hit tonight. How, how about John Lee Aldridge's fucking stud stat line? How is he at Air Force? Three rushes for sixty-five yards, twenty-one point seven yards per rush. Yeah, that's an athlete. Uh, Air Force. That was a great game. It was now, a very fun game to watch. Andrew Peasley is a swaggy white quarterback that wears a do rag. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of do rags going on in Wyoming. It's hard to hate against uh, Air Force. Um, yeah, this is a win-win, really. These are two great teams. Who, if you had to guess right now, is going to be the Group of Five representative in the New Year's Six? Is it going to be Air Force at six and zero? Oh, with I think a manageable slate coming. But Air up? Force has to go to Boise, right? Yeah, at the end of the season, I think. Wait, um, let me see Air Force's remaining schedule. Tulane also looking like a very. It's probably going to be Tulane. But if Air Force goes undefeated, they're obviously the choice, right? See, but they got to play both service academies. You know how crazy those games are? Typically, yes. Air Force has Navy's number, but I feel like the Army Air Force game Hard is like be- 13 to 10 in anyone's favor. You know what I mean? Like, I have zero confidence. Yeah. Well, both of those games will definitely be 13 to 10. Whoever wins, we don't know, you know, until, until it's over. Until 59 minutes and 55 seconds. Their schedule is favorable, though, man. If they can beat the other service academies at Navy, at Colorado State versus Army, at Hawaii, UNLV, and then home to UNLV, though. Home to UNLV. At Boise could fuck up their season, too. Smurf turf, final game of the year. That's probably the 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 one spot that could get it. But a 12 and 0, maybe 13 and 0 after conference championship weekend because they would be hosting, according to Mountain West rules, 13 and O uh, air force. Did they get a bid to the uh, college football playoff? No, no power five wins on that schedule. They are. And also ran 2024. Can you get here any sooner? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this system. Missouri 38, Kentucky 21. 
Kentucky still counterfeit. Devin Leary sucks. I told you guys this. I told you he's not good. Yeah, what he, he threw for a cool buck one twenty. Yeah. Everyone shits on on Iowa's quarterback play. Where the fuck is? But yeah, Devin Leary. Devin Leary can't do no wrong. <laughs> All right. Um, big win for Mizzou. My Mizzou over. Which by the way, I got to find that tweet of someone calling me an idiot for taking Mizzou over six and a half wins. I think it was. Or Did that was, already hit? No, it's six and one. Is one. All, all we need is one win. The schedule is manageable. Yeah. All I got to do is take care of South Carolina. I think we're good. Um, nice win there in Lexington. Kentucky sucks ass, but Mark Stoops has the best contract in sports. And then who called for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to take down the USC Trojans? Boy, did they blast them! I, I was one. disappointed in your your thoughts. I'm still not done on USC. I'm they still, suck, dude. I still don't think they're they out of the suck. I think Notre Dame may be the hardest game on their schedule. Well, for the style of ball they play, right? That is accurate. Yeah, because Oregon. Well, I don't know. They play Utah next week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they get them at home, and true. I think that's a huge, true. huge advantage. Uh, Caleb Williams stat line. Not very impressive. He tried. See, this is the thing. He got used to playing shitty defenses, right? Like I'm, I'm a Colorado fan. Yeah, but they're not there yet. And Nevada's terrible. Boy, he sucked. So Caleb Williams was 23 of 37, 199, one touchdown, three interceptions. Did he lose the Heisman today? He shouldn't have. Who gives a fuck? We don't talk about the Heisman on the uh, college <laughs> experience, but dude, I mean, this was. A, I, I actually, this kind of went exactly how. I thought this game would work. I thought USC is kind of a one-dimensional team. They should have tried. To, I thought the weakness of Notre Dame was the run defense. And guess what? No, USC didn't even try to really establish the run. They tried to play their little crazy ball of just playing back there. And dude, they're going to lose multiple times this year. Washington is going to beat them. Oregon might beat them. Utah might beat them. Utah's won the last two in LA, I think. Wow, really? Yeah, I think so. Let me pull that up so I'm not talking out of my ass. Um, <laughs> USC's remaining schedule. I got to get that hold up here. Okay. So coming up, they have uh, yeah, the home game against Utah. That's a tough one. I'll give them the dub, right? At Cal, I'll give them the dub. Hosting Washington because it's the homecoming game, I'll give them the dub. No, they only won the last one in LA. Okay. At Oregon, they probably lose that. And then hosting UCLA. There's probably two losses left on that schedule. They're probably a nine and three team. Yikes. Okay. So I am wrong about them. I was wrong about them. Uh, Pac 12 is going to chew itself up. Will they get a single uh, playoff representative, invitational representative this year? I mean, he should. They should because they're the best conference. But I mean, will they? No, they won't. Uh, Who knows? It depends how everything shakes out. Miami 31, North Carolina 41. Miami has no explosion. North Carolina has enough explosion. Colby and I were talking about this. I'd like to get a <laughs> uh, a poll a f- from our fans as to which team you hate more. Uh, I personally think I hate North Carolina more than I hate Miami. I mean, if you're adding in basketball, yeah, as a- <laughs> or or soccer. Or any of the other sports, I don't know. Like Miami fans are douchebag. Like I think of Vanilla Ice well, when I think of Miami. No, 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 dude. Miami fans of- are like rich fucking dude. I used to I, I used to work with a Miami fan. I yeah. went to Miami. They're like rich. They're kind of like Notre Dame fans. Interesting. You know, 
That's not. I've, I've met a bunch of Miami. No, fans. there's Miami fans in the city that are just fans of Miami. Yeah. But for people that went to the university, oh, of course, yeah. Miami's a private, rich kid university, right? It's a very small school, right? What's the? I mean, we need to look up the enrollment of Miami. But the general Miami fans, just like there are Walmart Wolverines that are Michigan fans, despite like it being a, a, an uppity like alumni, it is a, a kind of like redneck fan base uh, to an extent. Uh, it is a white trash fan base. That is a Miami <laughs> fan base, right? Uh, North Carolina is a bitch fan base. I've, I, I fought, I, I almost hate yeah. every person that I've no, ever met. I've always North said Carolina. the better comparison is yeah. North Carolina and UCLA. Even still, UCLA has less like pride. No, I, I actually think I like UCLA's fans better than North much Carolina better, yeah. much better, yeah. much better. Uh, North Carolina fans are are like Texas fans to me. No, I, I see the comparison. Yeah, they don't even show up to their. A lot of times, their teams are good. They won't even go to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate them. Okay, but, anyway, and they're afraid to schedule ECU because we dropped seventy on their little bitch asses. All right, what are you doing, Mac? Huh? You're running. <laughs> Well, there's your, there's your, uh, uh, there's, there's your con- comparison. Uh, Mac Brown only goes for that type of team, you know, Texas, UNC, then Texas back to UNC. Well, and, and Mac Brown was voted uh, most likely uh, to go to, to, to have visited Epstein Island. That was <laughs> by uh, the college experience. by us, by <laughs> us. We had to go through all of our college football coaches, which was most likely to have gone to Epstein yeah. Island and, and Mac Brown won that contest. Um, <laughs> nice win though. Miami loses again. Patty C the crystal ball hot, hot seat alert. They got, they got the uh, Clemson on deck. And after that, they have Virginia historically, Virginia fucks with Miami and Miami has um, no explosion. So a team like Virginia could hang around just by playing good football. How is it that a, an area of the country as talent and explosion rich as Miami is, has such a hard time finding any like explosive talent, bad coaching. Meanwhile, North Carolina has that in spades yeah. every year, but yeah. they're just a sissy program that can't like bang when it counts. Uh, my top lock, Oregon State, minus four, four and a half, whatever the hell the number. It didn't matter. Thirty-six to twenty-four, the Beavs win. Fuck you, UCLA. <laughs> Nicely done. Wrong team is being invited to the Big Ten. Um, Oregon State's legit, man. Amen. And guess what? They're sitting there now at uh, what six and one. They're a good team. They get a bye week and then they head to Tucson. Dangerous game. That is the dangerous game on their schedule. After that, they're in Boulder taking on Prime. Then home to Stanford. Then home to Washington and at Oregon. Come on, Beavs. Let's do it. Eleven and one is a real possibility, but yeah, the Arizona game looks a lot more dangerous. Washington. Good God! Thank God they get them at home. But then going to Oregon. If they can put on their big boy points, pants and run the table, eleven and one, yeah. they they might have a spot, a shot of the playoffs. You're right, Oregon State. Let's go. They should. They're fucking awesome. UAB twenty, UTSA forty one. I ate shit here, Trent Dilfer. You fooled me. What did George Bush say? You can't be fooled again. <laughs> I don't know some shit like that. Texas term. Um, I feel like you have that clip here. Uh, so, yeah, it's. I don't want some some soundboard here. Yeah. Here, this is the way I feel like when I bet on Trent Dilfer. All right, uh, here, let's go with. It's kind of like uh, watching your mother-in-law go off a cliff in Cadillac. <laughs> you know, you got mixed feelings. <laughs> Shout out to UTSA, nice win. Is it going to be UTSA Tulane in the AAC championship? God, I'd be lying if I paid it any attention to the rest of the UTS or to the uh, AAC. 
it feels like Tulane's conference. Uh, no, but UTSA lost those games without their starting quarterback. Man, like when they're when Harris is there, they're nasty. It Florida Atlanta looked like a player. SMU looks like a player. Uh, I guess UTSA does. Who knows? You tell me. Tulane's going to dominate that conference. Oh, I think UTSA can give Tulane a game. Okay. Because as long as Harris is healthy, Captain Harris is a fucking stud. Duke twenty four, NC State three. It wasn't Brandon Armstrong's fault that the whole team sucks. Uh, <laughs> Duke wins by three touchdowns. Mike Elko, fucking genius. They didn't have Riley Leonard. Impressive. I want Duke to win the national championship. It's disgusting. How do I? No, I want Oregon State to win the national championship. All right, go Beavs. There we go. Um, Duke obviously has Tallahassee. Patty C. Dangerous game. Dangerous game for both teams. Uh, the fact that it's in Tallahassee, I have to lean Florida State there. All right, and that's it. And we currently have Boise State up fourteen on CSU. Three minutes left in the game. Hawaii, the Rainbow Warriors. I tried to warn you; they were live, and I'm holding on to this bet as they're currently up twenty four twenty on our gals. Uh, I told you, Patty C, that you know. I took I took our uh, uh, Hawaii. I took the Rainbow I know. Warriors. I just want to play our song though. What are they? Uh, six six point dogs in that one. Yep. Getting it done, Timmy Chang. He's the man. He's the fucking man. Let's go, Rainbow Warriors, folks. That's our show. We'll be back Monday with the bombs down under episode. Me and CJ Sullivan. Then Monday night, uh, we will do. We'll preview the weekday games, so you'll have that. There's a shit ton of weekday games now with the CUSA and everything. Uh, so we'll have both those episodes dropping Monday. Subscribe to the college football experience folks. And thanks for rocking with us. The chat was awesome. And uh, until, until Monday. All right. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.